Welcome to another fantastic episode of Munster Hunters, the only show that dares to just just absolutely ignore new television programming and revisit a 50-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. I really would try to find something else to say in there, but couldn't think of anything. My name is Derek, and I am a Munster Hunter. Joining me, as always, is Keith. Hey, hey, this is Keith, and I am two big middle fingers towards modern-day streaming. Wow. And the options and the options are plenty that are there for me. I need to go back 50-plus years. Okay. Which makes you a? Monster Hunter. <laughs> there is a <laughs> format. He said it. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> and, and the other voice you hear. Uh, booming from the, mm. the the geographical center of the United States, the Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. Hello, howdy. Um, it's me, Terry. I'm a monster hunter, and uh, yeah, it is also my mission to annihilate all other streaming services. All others? <laughs> and to promote your own streaming service? What? Mm, well... No, I'm, I'm pretty much against all streaming services. I prefer DVDs, you know, um, laser discs, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cassettes, audio no, format. I just, you know, no, I've just taken out Peacock. I'm actually cool with the rest of them. Oh, what's what's your beef with Peacock? Um, that they, they don't just automatically pick the monsters for me as soon as I turn it on. <laughs> oh, that's just true. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, Her- Herman Munster is thing. not uh, Herman Munster is not a uh, an option for my like icon on mm. there. The uh, my avatar. Oh, that's a fair complaint. Can I we talk like about that for just one minute? Mm-hmm. Sure. Peacock allows you to have two profiles: mm-hmm. one main account holder, the other one child account. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can't like personalize it. You can't say this is my account. That's my wife's account. Nope. You just have to share the main, and it's just called main account holder. Yep, and, uh, she, and, and her stuff that she's watching is messing with your algorithm of mm-hmm. options that it gives you. Yeah, I only want to watch one thing, God damn it. Yeah, Monsters. And she's like, yeah, and she's like, damn it, Derek. I Would they quit pitching me 50-year-old TV shows because you're watching these on the account? I want to watch The Office. No. Yeah. Just a 20-year-old TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that That's her jam. I, I rock the monsters, and I only turn on Peacock for the monsters. No other reason. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason I've ever turned it on as well. The one time I tried it, when it was revealed to me that I didn't need to buy a DVD <laughs> set of this. Um, but yeah, that's hmm. yeah. And my favorite that's part nice of the have. Peacock getting the commercials are always for other streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> Like I get a Hulu commercial, yeah. I get an Apple Plus commercial. 
And then the occasional peacock commercial. It's like, hey, we got stuff too. You, you know what? I, I do want to amend my other statement. I want to take out um, Paramount Plus more than anything. Well, the, it's it's their uh, their the interactivity on their app is horrible. Like you select something and it just sits there, and then it pops mm-hmm. into what you want to go. It it just really does. Maybe it's just the TV that I have that's really crappy with it, but I don't have problems like that on any of the other services that we use. Paramount Plus is just ugh. Paramount Plus has a real volume issue too, like Hulu. Oh god! Okay, yeah. it, like I literally turn it down to one the TV, so <laughs> it's not too loud at night. Yeah, actually, when I, I was watching this, and I didn't think it was very loud, um, I was just watching this just a little bit ago, and my wife texts me from the back of the house. She's like, um, volume, please. Turn like, that shit <laughs> down. <laughs> no, she actually hey. wanted me to turn it up so she could hear it. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, uh, that yeah. Is that the Munsters, man? Yeah. Then turn it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she <laughs> no, she was like, it's pretty loud. And I was like, I, I mean, it's like on nine, I guess. I, okay, I'll lower it some more. Um, but yeah, it was that I, I don't know. Apparently, tonight's episode was very loud compared to other ones. Mm. There's there's a lot of boisterous things in here. Season one, episode eight, Herman the Great. Mm-hmm. But of course, before we get into season one, episode eight, Herman mm. the Great, we have to crack the spine on the good book, the mm-hmm. Monster Hunters Almanac, for the Monster Hunters Almanac factoid of the week. Ooh, we got all of it in there. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so each week I like to bring um, a little something uh, to the table here uh, based on the research that I can find. And, you know, I'm not I don't want to spend too much time because I think uh, we're actually going to have to get into a sub today and not just a skooma suit because um, oh. there's a lot, lot to go over uh, in, in Terry's little part. But uh, we constantly talk about uh lily's cooking on mm-hmm. the show and yes, uh, i did find a list of big breakfast the top, family yeah now i did find um the top 10 entrees that she makes oh okay but we've only um, i've only seen like one and it's yeah. bacon and and oatmeal mm-hmm. well i yeah so that's the other thing i was like okay there's a lot of things they must just go crazy after a while i but they have to yeah um so there's where eventually we'll get to see chopped lizard livers. Oh, they get into the weird. Okay, uh, that makes cold sense. rhinoceros tongue sandwiches. Nice. Uh, huh. Filet of dragon, which is apparently is a Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds so bad. Uh, eggs gloomy side up, which we've heard. We've, <laughs> we've, we've heard got, of that. We've, yeah, we've yeah. gotten that one. Um, cream of vulture soup. Nice. Uh, which apparently is Herman's favorite. Uh, would be mine as well. Yeah. Uh, curried lizard casserole. Well, yeah, she sounds good. That does sound bad. Uh, Very good. Yeah, not bad. Rolled hyena foot roast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, bird's nest stew, which is okay. Grandpa's favorite. Yeah, from the old soup. country, probably. They probably, like, uh, yeah, that sounds like, I don't know, it's, but that sounds like old country to me. Yeah. Uh, old warm country lady, buffet. Yeah, that's where it's from. That, that's what you meant when you said old country, right? Yep. Uh, warm lady fingers with pickled frog ears. Uh huh. <laughs> no, so they're sure. eating people at some point. Uh, yeah. dodo bird roast. Okay. Now again, we've seen her make oatmeal constantly. Yes. Oatmeal is not mentioned here in these top ten entrees. 
But that um, one episode, they cooked a ham, right? And then when Grandpa fucked up the electricity, it like went bonkers. Yeah, oh, that's true. Uh, cream of buzzard soup, an iguana mm. soup, a salamander mm. salad with centipede mm-hmm. dressing, a salad with cactus juice dressing, freshly squeezed. <laughs> Sounds normal. Um, and the beverages, the a Bloody Mary, obviously. <laughs> Piping hot bat milk in the evening. Mm-hmm. And of course, Grandpa's favorite recipe, uh, or a recipe from a friend of Grandpa's, Devil's Food Cake. Oh yes, that was. <laughs> I mean, just straight up there. So we've already talked about uh, that one. Yeah. So we've. Uh, I mean, you know, we constantly were seeing her cooking all the time. Um, she makes a lot of pancakes too, and that's not mm-hmm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I figure I would just mention a couple quick things in our. Uh, Monster Hunter Almanac Factoid of the Week. That's been an appetizer, Keith, of things to come in mm. future episodes. It was, it was. Way to mm. nice play of the yeah, thing there. Yeah. I, I, you know, Keith, <laughs> mm? <laughs> like if someone's listened to that and didn't make the connection, mm. <laughs> hey, you don't have to point that one out. Look, it is it is <laughs> it is late in my day today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was awoken at like six thirty in the morning to oh. a a a uh, scream, Squall? very loud, scream. very loud scream. Uh huh. Apparently, there was a cricket in the bathroom, so oh. my son was in there going, taking a poop, <laughs> and all of a sudden, a cricket came bouncing oh, out at him, Keith. and he screamed like he had just found a dead body. Mm hmm. This you is know, a shameful story um, for everyone involved. Like, that's well, that's the most shameful, I guess, would be the fact that like my wife hopped up and went and looked at it. I just laid in bed. And I, wow. <laughs> I'm doing once, actually. Yeah, and, yeah. But like, he, like, you would have thought, like, you know, like he saw one of those like spiders, mm-hmm. uh, like you, like you see pictures of from Australia, you know, uh-huh. just those giant ones. You would have thought he saw that, not a cricket, not a, yeah, not a Georgia sized Kentucky cricket. Kentucky yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why it's like Kentucky. Kentucky. I wanted to say a Kentucky-sized cricket earlier, but uh, yeah, you know, for whatever. Yeah. In, what refer- like a- in what reference was Kentucky-sized cricket, or was that I, just early in this conversation? Well, because you said Australia-sized. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Spider. I was like, oh, um, it's a Kentucky-sized cricket, but you guys are in Georgia, and then yeah. my brain got all screwed up. Anyway, so I, I couldn't get back to sleep. It's been a long day, and yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe not everyone caught your your nice. No, everyone words caught there. it. Hey, don't Not we have something? Don't we have some something else to do now? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fly up a f- fly up. Man, I am having a tough time talking. I'm gonna oh, fire up a yeah. flare into the sky mm-hmm. to illuminate the water below us because it's dark. Makes sense. And we're gonna put on our skooma suits and dive deep, deep. Keith said a, a, a what a, a submarine. I think yeah, one we, of those, we might like, need submarines today. What about one yeah. of those little self-propelled or like the little things you hold on to that like manta oh. rays almost? Mm. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I thought you were gonna say a diving bell. Oh, yeah, let's all send the diving bell, the this and with our yeah. skooma gear just in case the diving bell cracks or overturns I, or something. I assume a diving bell fits more in with like a monster type thing. They would be in a diving bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of those old time. There's no like... fun acronym for diving bell. There's not. I'm sorry. Yeah. So we put on the skooma suits and we take a deep dive with Terry. 
Yep, we're doing Herman the Great. Uh, it was directed by Earl No Strain Bellamy. We talked about him last oh, week. Oh, No Strain, mm-hmm. back on it. Yep, he's returned. Um, he did the last episode, Tin Can Man, mm-hmm. um, which I think we all actually liked a decent amount. I think that was my favorite of all the Monster episodes so far. Yeah, so I was happy to see him back. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and he's the guy, you know, he's very known for directing TV. He apparently did over 1,600 episodes. Um and he was actually kind of a Western guy. A lot of the movies that he did were Westerns, um, and he he directed seven Westerns total, so good for him. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosher. Who? Um, These names are foreign to me. <laughs> they might sound a little familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the Monster, Monster Masquerade and Rockabye Monster, two episodes we've covered already. Um and they recur quite a bit. They wrote 20 episodes each. Um, and they're both credited on the same episode, so I think they're kind of a, a team as well. Um, and even like on stuff that's not the Munsters, I noticed that they were both credited on like the exact same stuff. So I think they, yeah, they're just a, a dynamic duo, which good for them. They created Leave It to Beaver together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so we got some guest stars in here. Uh, we got John Hubbard as Duke Ramsey. Um we got Joseph Mel as Mr. Hansen. Um, we have a bunch of wrestlers in this. Um, and mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping they were going to be like actual wrestler cameos or something like that. Um, they are. Uh, oh, were they? What? I noticed one of them was, um, or like an actual like martial arts guy. But so they uh, on this one thing I saw, it said that this episode has one of the largest guest star casts of the entire series. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because once again I look at. Um, Online, they list out the guest stars, and I saw a few. I look at my uh, highly uh, accurate Monsters DVD set, and it lists no names at all, um, when usually it will. So I kind of took it into my own hands and kind of just picked a few. Um, but if you've got any extra info, Keith, um, you can um, jump in. But sure. I did notice that um, Tarzan McGurk was played by Gene LaBelle, and he was like the closest thing I could find um, to like a big martial arts guy um Mm -hmm. he was apparently known as the godfather of grappling um and he was an ex-world champion in wrestling and judo and he's a really big stuntman in hollywood he had uh 250 credits for stunts going from 1962 to 2012 and he did a lot of uh, action movies in the 80s and he, he actually acted quite a bit he had 156 acting credits as well probably just playing smaller parts for the most part you know in action scenes but um he actually served as inspiration for Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, um, there you go. And uh, he also did a lot of martial arts teaching, uh, and he re- but he retired in 2018. I believe he's still alive, which is pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> Way to go. He was the stunt coordinator for a movie known as Out for Justice, which stars Steven Seagal. Yes, it um, does. Uh, that is a classic. So I don't know if you guys have heard like that story about Steven Seagal where he uh, claimed that he was unchokable because of his um, Aikido training. Um, mm-hmm. I, I never heard this, but it sounds good. <laughs> well, Gene decided to uh, challenge him on this claim. Oh, he choked uh, him out, didn't he? Yeah, he choked Seagal out, who he ended up passing out, um, and apparently losing control of his bowels as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, this is all allegedly, by the way. <laughs> no, I guarantee that man loses control of his bowels at least once a day. He denies it, of course, Seagal, but... Well, um, yeah. 
<laughs> no way a man would own up to that. Yeah, yeah I shit myself. <laughs> no, no, he denies being choked out. Not the oh yeah. It, no, the other party's still down with. Um, but there's a couple people who have stated, yeah, this was real. Gene himself has kind of avoided answering the question, but he kind of points out that there are like 30 people watching this happen, so he should get, they should just go ask those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, seems yeah. like it probably happened, but allegedly Seagal was choked out. He probably had to sign something. Seagal probably paid him like a couple million bucks and had him sign something <laughs> to never talk about it. That's why he's always like, well, I, I don't know. You're probably right, yeah. yeah. Seagal, he takes himself very seriously. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, John Hubbard. Um, he played Duke Ramsey. He had 150 acting credits to his name. He went from 1937 to 1980. And he was, a lot of, he was in a lot of movies throughout the 30s and 40s, but he kind of transitioned to TV in the 50s. He actually he, he enlisted in World War II, and then when he came back, he, was more, he started doing more TV his biggest recurring role was on the Mickey Rooney show as Mr. Brown for 25 episodes. Mm. Um, and uh, a movie that stood out to me that he was actually in was called The Satan Bug. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Sounds oh, great, though. Yeah, I mean, it's got a great <laughs> name. <laughs> but he didn't have a huge role. He was just an uncredited guard. But but the name like that, how could I not look it up? Um I was kind of hoping it was going to be about like a giant insect or some sort of, you know, creepy crawly thing. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just about some horrible disease germ thing. Oh. And it gets stolen Boo. from the lab. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they try to find it. There's no giant mm-hmm. monster bugs from hell or whatever. Um, just a germ from hell, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was kind of interesting. Um, then we had Joseph Mel. He had a 201 acting credits that went from 1951 to 1977. He's kind of done a whole lot of like one-off roles on TV. Um, some of the ones I recognized were like The Monkeys, Star Trek, Bewitched. Uh, he was in The Red Skeleton Hour, um, which mm-hmm. you know again, it's not about it's a it's a, it's a rite of rite of passage, I think, on the monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen seen that show pop up a lot in these people's credits, which is dream. It was a big deal, I think, that show. He'd been in a few films too, and uh. One that I kind of caught my eye was called Lord Love a Duck. This is a, it's a weird movie. I don't really know what it is. It's, it was described as a satire of like teenage culture in the 60s. Um, and the trailer is really That's what bizarre. the title screams that too. Teenage <laughs> yeah, Lord, satire. Lord, Lord Love a Love Duck. A duck. Um, it's got its own theme song in the trailer and they're just singing about how, Lord Love a Duck. It's just really, it's actually a pretty cool song, um, but it's a really weird trailer. It's got like montages of footage like you'd expect, um, but every few seconds it kind of does a freeze frame, and then the narrator will say something really weird, um, and I've written a few of his quotes that he says. Oh, I'm excited now. All right. <laughs> so yeah, a few seconds of trailer, you're kind of jamming the song, all of a sudden it's like, a, it stops, and he goes, this motion picture is a non-optimistic get well card. It's like, Okay. And then it just starts kicks in again. The footage Lord starts going. Love a duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it stops. Uh, Planet Earth is a lunatic asylum of the galaxy. <laughs> Lord <laughs> love a duck. Lord love a duck is about a guy who goes stark, raving, sane, and commits mass murder. It's a comedy. Lord love a duck. <laughs> Those were the a few of the things he says in that that I just thought was the weirdest. <laughs> that, maybe that's Lord love a duck word. only in theaters this June. Yeah, yeah, very uh, intriguing. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that was the trailer style back then. It just seemed like madness to me. I think the movie is trying to say it's about madness at times. So I don't know. It seemed very weird. But hey, Evil theme song, pretty chaos. Good. Yeah. So yeah, that. That's all I wrote down. Those were like the big, like, 
characters in this, I thought. But Keith, did you have like other people you Keith, know list off the wrestlers? Yeah, I know yeah. you're itching. You are itching. Um, all right, so a lot of these guys on here. So there's a guy named uh, Count Billy Varga. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, the one earlier I said was born in 1919. Um, he He's dead. was, yeah, uh, he was the NWA Hawaii heavyweight champion. Uh, he was also part of the Hawaii tag team champions with Sam Steamboat. And uh, he was also the NWA Hollywood wrestling tag team champion three times. Nice. With, uh, two times with Hardy Crust Camp and one time with Mario Le. Lepin- Don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tiger Joe Marsh. Uh, he was a wrestler and a film actor. Uh, Tiger Joe Marsh. Uh, he uh, he not only was a, did a lot of wrestling, but he is known for being uh, an actor because he was in On the Waterfront and also Panic in the Streets. Mm, classic. Um, yeah. And so he so he was in there. Um, we have Jay York. Mm-hmm. Um he was a professional wrestler. He was also um, known for being in the new Mike Hammer. Uh, he was in a Quantum Leap episode. He's in a bunch of other stuff there. Uh, but he was a professional wrestler. And then there's a guy called the Great John L. Mm-hmm. On IMDb, it lists stuff that he was in. And then at the end, the trivia it says was a professional wrestler. But he was in uh, the 1977 Island of Dr. Moreau. No. And. There is something here on him that I, I have to look it up exactly, but the Great John L's Challenge. It's a hundred man race around the world. Sure. Okay. No, actually, I think it's a there's like a music thing, I think. There's a song called The Ballad of the Great John L. Mm-hmm. Um World The World's Greatest Wrestler. Sherry Lawson sings that song. And then also this guy, Teddy Eccles. Um, uh, he wasn't a wrestler, uh, but he's listed on here. Um he was in uh, he's the one who plays Wilbur. Oh, the kid, yeah. Yeah, this uh, apparently this is the only episode that Wilbur shows up in also. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that he plays uh, Dorno on the Herculoids. Oh, that's the animated show. Right? Yeah. Um, what, what's Dorno? Uh, I think that's the kid. <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, Dorno is uh, he's the son of Xandor Dorn. and Terra. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. gonna name my kid Dorn. Um, despite being their son, he still refers to them by their first names rather than mother and father. Sure, who would? And that's but that's changed when they revived the show in the '80s. Hmm, interesting. Huh. Uh, but yeah, so those are a lot of the extra people. So yeah, they used a lot of actual wrestlers. That's good. That's um, kind of hoping they were. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, wrestlers need the the work. Yeah, well, especially because they they like they very much called out that this is like one of the biggest guest casts. Because usually we only get like one or two of like any you know any note yeah anything special about them. Well, we'll find out why there's yeah. so many soon. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's like a lot of big wrestler transitioning to actors like back then? No, it, we get that sometimes nowadays. Like but... The Rock and John Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, from what I could see, like most of these guys that on this list, they did transition over to do stuff, but none of them are really um. Like not anything to like the rocker Cena type mm-hmm. level. Not like stars. Yeah, no, they all just bit parts and stuff like that for uh, gotcha. overall. Yeah, like fun little cameos or yeah, playing the tough guy kind of. Yeah, thing. showing up on the monsters, things like that. Yeah, are we coming up for air? Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's, uh, let's you know take let's ascend from the depths the... and get the monster bins. Exactly. That was Skuma. And for season mm-hmm. one, episode eight, Herman the Great. 
Now, when I read this description on IMDb, I was stoked. Oh, same. Mm. This is a Herman great becomes a wrestler in order to gain some extra money for Eddie's future education. To mm. me, this was I was prepared for the pinnacle of monsterism. <laughs> but then I was like, man, it only gets a seven point six on IMDb. <laughs> what? I'm close to ten out of ten. What is the disconnect? Because <laughs> to me. It feels like premise solid. This is yes. primo premise. Oh yeah. Such a yeah, this is such a great idea. It's not like yeah, it feels like this is something this feels like something that would come down like later when they started running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. But it's still like a pretty cool like gimmick, I guess. Yeah. Herman yeah. is a tough guy. Sure, he should go fight people for money. That's fun. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like how could you not want to use his size for benefit? Anyway. It gets 7.6 on IMDb, so I'm like, well, fire it up. And it starts with Herman talking to Eddie and his friend Mm -hmm. Wilbur. Never Mm -hmm. seen Wilbur before, and apparently we'll never see him again. (laughs) And Herman's like, At first, I thought that was that other kid who was there for when uh, they had the Frankenstein, uh, the little robot No, that little kid was weird looking. Yeah. He looked like a little rat boy. I thought it was him too, but no. I guess he's not coming. This kid. I was like, "Hmm, he's new. I don't even know what his name is. And he's like, I'm going to show you something special. And Herman reaches up and he pulls this like steel bar from somewhere. No Mm -hmm. clue. Like he's ripping out the foundational construction of his house. Don't know. I thought it was like a a fire poker or something, maybe. But it was huge. Like it was like a piece of rebar or something and he bends it into a pretzel and it's quite heavy oh is that what that was supposed to be what a pretzel because i was very disappointed that he didn't like shape it into like a balloon animal type like dog or something i mean it wasn't like a bavarian pretzel but i mean it was twisted up like if you say if you twist something up into knots it's like a pretzel right Mm. okay gotcha yeah i was just i really thought that when they finally showed it at the end it was gonna look like a you know like a, a a balloon animal like sure. dog or something like that. Well, I think they had to find a shape that they could easily bend a metal stick into because they, they, they converted it to a metal. So anyway, Herbert reaches up, pulls out a pretzel rod looking piece of metal, and then, <laughs> and then he bends it up, and Eddie's really excited, and he gives it to Wilbur and with well, the kid, and he goes, gee, thanks, Mr. Munster. <laughs> and well, he goes, so I think Herman's called him Wilbur. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He gives him this thing, and it's clearly heavy. And then he says, well, Eddie, I can't sit around here tying knots all day. The car has a flat, and I promised Grandpa I'd hold it up while he changed the tire. So we have to establish Herman fiendishly strong, outrageously yeah. strong. Yep. Strong enough yeah. to bend steel with his bare hands. Yeah, that's, and lift up a like, car. Yeah, Makes it level. seem like the time you lift up the sofa to offer someone a seat. Trivial. Like just, yeah, no, it's nothing. That's yeah, funny. Herman could have thrown that sofa through the to the sun, for all I know. <laughs> He's got boundless mm-hmm. strength, as far as yes. I'm concerned. So Herman leaves, and Wilbur's like, "Boy, strength Eddie, you of got several the... men, probably." Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know why? He's got the strength of several men. Hmm. Mm, we'll well, we'll get to that later because I'm sure <laughs> there'll be an opportunity to point it out. Anyway, Eddie's like, "You got the neatest father in the whole neighborhood," and guess what, guys? Wilbur's dad. He's a wrestling promoter. And so we cut to Wilbur's dad on the phone and he's got this knotted iron in front of him and it's heavy. You can see he picks it up. It's got like 
weight and heft to it because it like shakes the table a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Jerry, look, if we can sign up this Herman Munster, we'll have the greatest gimmick mm-hmm. in wrestling since the Swedish angel. Would you like, would you like, would you like to know? Yes. Is, yes yeah. What's the Swedish angel? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, the Swedish angel, uh, he, he was a former pro wrestler uh-huh. back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, he actually won the MWA. I'm assuming that's Midwest Wrestling Association of Kansas world heavyweight title when he defeated Orville Brown on December 3rd, 1943. And Orville uh, Redenbacher. Uh, he then mm-hmm. lost it on December 9th, 1943. Oh, Redenbacher uh, came back. He later became um, a wrestling promoter uh, as well, but he um, apparently suffered from the disease known as uh, acromegaly, A-C-R-O-M-E-G-A-L-Y. Same thing that Andre the Giant and this other guy named uh, Maurice Tillet, uh, who was the French angel, uh, that's, uh, so he had the same thing. So he's just, he's a giant of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, after that, I found out there's another guy. Oh, uh, for his real, the Swedish angel's name was, uh, Niles Philip Olofsson. Um, he died at 67. Um, um uh, he's one of the tallest competitors during the heyday of wrestling after, World War II. Now, when you type in Swedish Angel, though, you don't get him. You get this other guy, Tor Johnson, aka the Super Swedish Angel. The Super Angel. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was six foot three, I guess, four hundred and forty pounds at his largest weight. Wow. That's and big. so, in addition to being a wrestler, though, he eventually did a whole lot of work with Ed Wood, um, oh, nice. including yep. being in Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yep. Oh, cool. Uh, he played or, Inspector, yep. uh, Inspector Daniel Clay. Uh, but he's the main guy that shows up, and he came up with, he used Super Swedish Angel because of the fact that there was this other guy. However, he was not the same, like, he didn't have that same, like, issue where he was just outgrowing himself. No. Like Andre or, or this, uh, the original Swedish Angel did. But uh, again, another, the Munsters like to actually reference real things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's great. When every single time they do it, I, I, like every time they reference something like that, I'm I pause and I have to go look up. And I know you do. do. Some, and there's a checking. handful of them in this episode, so I'm sure you're looking them up. Yeah. When is the super The Rock going to come out? <laughs> <laughs> Just the second form of The Rock. Yeah. Uh, he's able to lift both eyebrows at once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Wilbur's dad. We don't know his name on the phone saying he ties knots and steals and lifts automobiles off the ground. I haven't seen him yet, but believe me, when he climbs in the ring, he'll have people falling in the aisles. I wish you're like, oh, if only he knew we were a Frankenstein's monster. And then the banger drops in. And then do we have any insights on the song this week? No, no insights on the song. Okay. It still rocks. Great. Yeah. Yep. 10 out of 10. Anyway, so we come back from the banger, and mm. Lily is making tea. It's a smoky brew, and Grandpa is drinking tea. And Lily says, oh, this Chinese tea always acts up when we put it in the Russian s- words. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Samovar? I don't know what yeah. that is. I assumed it was like a teapot of some sort. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. That's why yeah. I thought so, too. I rewind to try to hear it, and I could, yeah, yeah, I don't know what she said at all. Yeah, yeah. But they're not in the breakfast 
nook or the the kitchen. They're in the living room because Herman's mm-hmm. on the couch and he's reading like a magazine. And then they talk about the dinner. Boy, they're really obsessed with food. He's like, nice dinner you served. And Grandpa said the soup was delicious, but the croutons kept creeping out of the bowl. <laughs> this <sighs> provides nothing to the show other than <laughs> filling 20 seconds. This goes on for a while. This does Are they eating French onion like... soup? Because that's the only one I can think of that where you would have the so croutons, croutons on top. Don't know. All I know <laughs> yeah. is the croutons crawled out and is like, well, they'll, they always come back. Yep. And you're like, whoa, hilarious. No one cares. But Herman's <laughs> reading an article about how parents that want to send their kids to college don't have the money when the time comes, like 35%. So now he's really concerned because he wants to send Eddie to college. And Lily says, Eddie won't be going to college for any for a long time. And Herman's like, well, we need to start now. The magazine says start, start saving a little every year. Grandpa, well, back in the old country, we used to bury a little something in the backyard for a rainy day, assuming... Dead bodies, a corpse. What, yeah, that was yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And they do this. You, you know why they have to say this? Because Grandpa's a vampire in the old country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you hadn't heard it yet, but you, in case you're in case you're a first time viewer, you're like, who mm. is that man? This clears oh. it up. Yeah, yeah. He he likes dead things in his backyard, yeah. and they're entertaining. You know, when it's mm-hmm. time to liven things up, go to the back and dig it up. Now. Herman then thinks Eddie should go to college. And, and here I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome because he's like, because I was a college man. And so I'm picturing Herman in, in like the, the sweater with the horizontal, the, the horizontal stripes, like red and white, you know, holding a pennant, <laughs> you know, <laughs> going to college uh, mm-hmm. or like playing football. He's got the leather helmet on or something. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. So he says, college man. And Lily's like, mm. how long were you at Heidelberg University? And he says, I was in their medical school for six years. Pause. <laughs> in several jars. And you know why he would be in several jars? Because he's a because Frankenstein monster, right? That's why. Like, so right, all yeah. of his parts are in jars. That one kind of feels a little on the nose to me. He kind of like really in jars. They couldn't have come with something like mm. a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I, uh, I'll be honest. I, I really I enjoy the idea of like like seeing a future where Eddie's at a school and then he's struggling, but like Herman decides to go back to college as well. And then so it's like the Her- Rodney Dangerfield movie. Yeah, and then and then we could see Herman do the triple indie. That's that's what's mm-hmm. going through my mind at that point. Yeah, that would be great, but we're not there mm-hmm. yet. Also, he just he's whatever he's reading. Like he just throws it out there. Like it's not any part of anything else going on. He's just like, you know, I'm reading this magazine. So you could tell that they had ideas for shows, but they're like, we don't know how to start the the show. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Where do we start this idea? And they're always reading something, the newspaper, a <laughs> magazine. It's like they have to get an idea from somewhere else. They're watching the TV. Yep. It's always something else. Nothing. That's true. Nothing internal. It's always some sort of external yeah. force. Maybe say that cold open, they should just come on and say like, hey, you're watching a Frankenstein monster and his horribly <laughs> gross family get ready. Yep. And then yep. they go right to the banger. That's what they should do. Well, maybe they don't. Oh. Yeah, it's always a struggle to get going. So Herman says, yeah, I was in jars. And grandpa says, yes, Lily, your husband was a man of parts uh. because <laughs> he was a, it's a Frankenstein monster. God damn it. We could have so, left that one out, I think. Herman is determined to send Eddie to college, even if he has to borrow money. 
which I, I guess Ed back then what seemed like the most drastic of measures, yeah, but now normal. Yeah. If you're not drowning in college debt, then you're not yeah. a human. Also, That's the it, true horror. is there some thought that Eddie wasn't going to be able to go to college? Like he's like a he's ten. What he's ten. So like yeah. he's got plenty of time to like like yeah. it, it sounded like almost like they weren't sure he'd be college material. He was yeah. failing science yeah. well, last episode, but that's because I don't know why he was just scared. Why yeah. was he failing again? Was it just because he was not paying attention or something? He was too busy working mm. on his robot. His robot, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then he didn't want to tell Herman, sir, because he was too too embarrassed, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Grandpa now displays another power, precognition, because he tells <laughs> Herman the phone's about to ring. You and know, then uh, yeah. it does. So Herman gets up and answers it, and... The coffin phone, still cool. Yep. And guess I, what? Conveniently. So Herman is speaking about how they need to save money. Conveniently, yep. the phone rings. It's Mr. Ramsey, Wilbur's father, the wrestling promoter, saying he has a proposition. And Lily hears proposition. Boy, I hope it's not a salesman selling cemetery plots. We have enough mm-hmm. trouble paying payments on this place. Can't even think of a resort property. Yeah, how much rent would he have to scare up if he had to get a resort as well? Yes, uh, in a cemetery. So Herman can definitely use the extra two or three hundred dollars a week, which is a ton of money given yeah. the time. That seems like mm-hmm. a pretty good deal. I'd, I'd be a wrestler for that right? now. I think if if a hundred and thirty dollar electric bill or whatever it was was equivalent to seven hundred dollars, yeah, this is like two three thousand dollars of extra a week. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to be a wrestler. That's a steal, yeah. And they didn't ask Herman to like, per, you know, show his skills or anything. No tryouts needed, I guess. He just yeah. And Herman's like, man, I can use that money, but what will my friends and family think? He's way too embarrassed to be a wrestler. <laughs> Ramsey's like, whoa, you worried about that? We'll put a hood on your head. We'll call you the masked Marvel. Masked. <laughs> the masked part will be in quotes. You'll be a Marvel, but you'll be masked. Which doesn't even quotes because he's literally in a mask, right? So yep. you don't need the quotes on mask. Marvel quotes masked literal. Yes. Uh, by so, the way, just to look at the math on here again, in 1964, two hundred dollars now would be uh, eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. That's if uh, it was a big thing where he was going to make three hundred, it'd be like twenty seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Based on inflation going on. That's insane. Yeah. What's a week? $2,700 to wrestle. Yeah. yeah. And Hermit's down, because why wouldn't he be? I'd be down, yeah, too. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And especially if no one could see your face. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening out there? Uh, yeah, we're all available for yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll go do what Herman did for three grand. Mm-hmm. So Herman asks for a few days to get in shape. And then he hangs up, and Ramsey, we cut to Ramsey, and he wonders aloud, he ties knots and steel bars and needs to get in shape? <laughs> what? Couldn't, yeah. Hmm. Still, he's still sight unseen at this point in time. He's yet to see this person, and he signed him for, for big money already, and is still amazed at this whole thing. I'm sure the kid described him. What's he look like? He's real tall. It looks Green. like a monster. <laughs> Red right? eyes. Yeah. 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 Hairy ass hands and a flat <laughs> head. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's either a Neanderthal or a Frankenstein's monster. Either and one, perfect if you're not for pay, wrestling. If you're not paying attention, you'll think Honestly, he's got a dog with him because the yeah. hands are so hairy. 
I had to pick yep. any monster to be a wrestler. Frankenstein's monster, probably on one of the top of the list. Yeah. Wolfman number two. Mm, that's a good By point. the way, I will say between this and that other one where Eddie's got a friend over, uh-huh. kids are the best. No kid has been scared yet of Herman and no. run out of, run out of the place. The the adults, they're high speed, speed up the camera running. Mm-hmm. Kids mm-hmm. are just like, man, like the this Wilbur says to me, he's like, your dad's the best dad in the whole neighborhood. Yeah. Eddie almost gives him like at that time, he even gives him a look like, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, un- he's unimpressed because he does this all the time. Yeah. You got the neatest dad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Herman's good with kids. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. They like him. So now we cut up, we cut to the family and Herman's like, our problems are solved. <laughs> now, in my mind, he's told the family what's going on right here. And they're like, yes. So he's lifting up Eddie. And he says, when you get older, you go to college. And Lily says he can grow up to be half the man his father is. Hmm. And he'd be daddy's big, smart, successful son. And Eddie goes, oh, boy. And then Herman throws Eddie through the ceiling, <laughs> just straight up through the ceiling. <laughs> Shit comes falling from the sky. Everyone looks up. He's clearly throwing them very high. Or there's like an anti-gravity level or something. I do not know. Because it takes a minute for Eddie to come down. And when he does, he catches Eddie. And uh, and Eddie goes, do it again. <laughs> I mean, maybe it took a little while because he threw Eddie to the side. Mm. Like you could see the angle that he was going. And then Eddie had to run around to another area and jump so he could land straight back down. Yeah, his maybe. I don't know. I think this happens quite a bit. If I remember, like from when I was young and would watch these just randomly as on episodes and syndication is that Herman throwing Eddie like up into the ceiling happens quite often. Maybe on an episode eight is the first occurrence of yeah. the, for yeah. all you trivia nerds out there. Mm-hmm. What episode is the first one where Herman throws Eddie through the ceiling? Episode eight. It's, it's eight. Yeah. Yeah. Can't confirm. So at this point in my, in my mind, Herman has explained the scheme to everyone. I'm going to go wrestle. I'm going to make a shit ton of money. We're cool. Yeah. So now we cut to Lily, Grandpa, and Marilyn at the breakfast table, and everything is shaking. Because Herman's down in the lab pounding on something. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Who This could be yeah. the episode the babysitter breaks from some previous thing, because Herman could be <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's messing with little Herman. Something. I don't know yeah. what he's up to. It's shaking yeah. the house, though. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn's like, oh, I wish Herman would tell us... Uh, what's up to Lily says he's down there for three days and grandpa says he can't even go down <laughs> says he's training for his new job and no one knows what the job yeah. is so Herman says problem solved and no one says how so yeah why make a big deal of it if yeah, yeah. you're not going to uh, tell them anything maybe keep it I'm gonna secret. make all this money doing yeah. what working at night doing what I can't tell yeah yeah it seems uh, suspicious if you see me on a street corner, uh, don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. I'm... Such a weird, yeah, weird way to go about this. Yeah. Herman well, Munster, Gigolo. Doesn't yeah. Grandpa say something? I can only think of one like profession yeah. that's good at night. Decent I wonder work. what he meant by night work. Grandpa <laughs> says there's only yeah. one sort of decent night work, and I haven't done it since I left the old country. Now, I assume he means vampire, but... Hmm. Grandpa Munster was a gigolo at one time as well. There we he go. says, oh, for the good old days on the graveyard shift. <laughs> and then everything keeps shaking. Yep. And you're like... Okay, Ugh. so in a lot of episodes previously, we always get the... And we you know, we very much hammer home the... Because he's a Frankenstein's monster. 
there are a lot of times in this episode, like so far, and I mean, sure. we're in a small part of this, where it's very much because grandpa's a vampire from the old country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like they really are like trying to make sure that we understand that uh, a lot in this episode. But you know, what's weird is like, there's nothing that clearly says vampire. He just likes dead things buried. Yeah. Right. So it could be a necrophiliac because yeah. grandpa's <laughs> a necrophiliac. We don't know. Specific. Yeah. There's not like a blood reference or anything. Yeah. Nope. So I guess when they when they did the like they brought the monsters again back in like the 80s or whatever it was. Grandpa was a necrophiliac. No, he's <laughs> oh, he's at, he's pilot, he's yeah. actually Dracula. Oh, the granddaddy of all vampires. They actually are. They connect his name and everything in, in the show, I guess, when they did their like monsters 2.0 or whatever it was well they did call him the count a couple Mm -hmm. episodes ago that's true yeah yeah and so i but i guess they actually do list him as vlad whatever (sighs) the impaler (laughs) Mm -hmm. so then we cut to and see herman he's training in the basement and he's punching a heavy bag and he's got training clothes on and he gives it a punch and sends it flying then he turns around and he's got Transylvania Olympic <laughs> team 1841 on his back. All right, so history. I googled this, mm-hmm. and that actually, and I was like, oh, because that's the first thing that shows up. You type in Transylvania Olympic team, and it autofills to 1941. 1841. Uh, 1841. Sorry. Um, which then I found this thing where it talks. It's a general discussion board that I'm gonna have to check out more often for the almanac. It says flaws in Herman the Great episode. So I'm assuming they have like a flaw <laughs> section for all of these. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Your fingers will get tired. Oh, flaws. yeah. Typing so flaws. It says in the episode of Herman the Great, Herman's working on preparing for wrestling. Transylvania Olympic team, 1841. There are many flaws uh, in this. Even if Herman was a real person, he wasn't created until 1850. Somebody then <laughs> says, no, he's created in the 1810s. The first modern Olympics didn't occur until 1896. Uh, even if Herman was created earlier, the modern Olympics had started earlier. He would have never been. Uh, there would have never been Olympics during an odd year. Mm-hmm. And Transylvania at the time uh, is actually a region of Romania, not like its own thing. <laughs> no, dang. And I thought I thought there was going to be something cooler to that. And I yeah, I was actually a little disappointed. It was just like oh that. That wasn't even like a thing like that could have actually happened. I thought like there's some like crazy event happened at the 1841 yeah. Olympics. That's what I thought too. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I thought maybe like they could have put like a cool date, like a just the Easter egg there, like maybe like the date that Frankenstein the book got written or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something like that, but no, as far as I could tell, that date had like no significance whatsoever. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Besides just that. I hope somebody got fired for this gaff. <laughs> Yeah, but especially yeah. especially when it when like Google auto filled it, I was like, oh man, there's something crazy that happened at the Olympics. <laughs> oh no, no, nope. this has been baffling people for years. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this date, but it's just to tell us that you know he's old, he's lived longer than a normal man because he's some sort of I don't know, like amalgamation of many men to put together. Yeah, and we're also assuming that that was his originally. They could be hand me downs. You oh. got him at a thrift shop. You don't know. Yeah, it could be grandpa's. He's yeah, mm-hmm. old country. So. Herman's training. He's reading a book called Method Wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, and then he starts mean mugging in the mirror. He's like, rah, rah, rah. and then guess what happens to the mirror? It breaks. This is the fourth episode in eight in which the mirror breaks from Herman staring in it. He looked at it for a bit and had to make faces 
for a sure. bit and then stopped and that's when it broke that's is when, when he broke. stopped making the faces which i found very weird because the end of the yeah. time he does it he just barely glares at it and like the thing cracks they needed to get that mugget in there mm-hmm. that's all mm-hmm. and then so igor the bat slowly flies by uh very oh, very slowly mm. uh wings barely moving he's more of a glide <laughs> And Herman's like, Igor, go away. Can't you see I'm busy here? And then boom, it's not oh. Igor, it's grandpa. Oh. He's like, Oh, I had you know I had to come check out what you were doing. Uh and oh. Gran- and Herman's like, Grandpa, don't you know that curiosity killed the bat? And then he says, nice. But satisfaction brought him back. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't know that. if that's how that line goes, but no. Nope. I was like, Oh, okay. Kind of catchy. I like so, it. Sure. Yep. So grandpa is like, Well, fuck this. This is one. This is my lab. I gotta go check out what's going yeah, on down there. Yeah. And two, her, uh, Grandpa discovers us wrestling. He's like, oh. And then immediately, Grandpa thinks, one, it's hilarious. And he goes, <laughs> you won't even draw flies. Mm-hmm. And then Herman, be, because he's a Frankenstein monster, which is technically created by a bunch of dead he's mm-hmm. uh, dead body parts. He says, oh, I'm sure I will. And he tugs at his shirt with a concerned look on his face because he stinks because he's dead. No. He, he must smell out, terrible. He's, he's, he's dead, plus he's sweating from working out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the worst. So Grandpa, then now, so first Grandpa thought it was hilarious. Now Grandpa's mad. He's like, you're lowering the monster dignity. <laughs> and then so Herman's, no, no, I'm just doing this for so he can go to college. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa, quick change again, says, mm-hmm. well, I won't tell anyone. That's very noble of you. So Herman says he's got to get in shape. He's due in the arena tonight. Two episodes ago, he's too fat to wear a uniform. This episode, he's got to get in shape. He's got to be a wrestler. And once again, he's being shamed. He's always getting shamed. Always. So Herman gets on a rowing machine and sends himself flying into the wall, crashing into a table. And he's like, I got to quit. I don't want to. I don't want to overtrain. Did anybody else think that like grandpa was immediately going to run upstairs and tell everybody? (laughs) I kind of wish he would have. No, grandpa's a schemer. I think he yeah. was down for the scheme. Okay. Yeah, he likes to be in on things. I think. Yeah, he does. You know? Yeah. Definitely. From the first episode. Why yeah. am I not invited to this party? To now. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of an exclusive wrestling club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are at the arena. People. Mm-hmm. On the sidewalk. Sign. Duke Ramsey. Duke in quotes. Ramsey. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming his first name is not really Duke. Presents the masked. Masked in quotes. Marvel. Versus Tarzan, in quotes, McGurk. Tarzan McGurk. I'm like, all right, Tarzan McGurk, Mass Marvel, sounds good. (laughs) Packed house, the featured match on the All-Star Wrestling. And in this corner, 270 pounds, standing six foot foot four, our local champion, Tarzan McGurk. People are nuts. Fan favorite. They see him at the grocery store, probably, and they just go nuts. They're like, yeah, the man doesn't have to buy a meal. He gets a free five dollars steak everywhere he goes mm-hmm. then in this corner standing at 380 or three <laughs> weighing at 387 pounds standing at seven foot three inches yep. when the guy's like whoa seven foot three <laughs> looks up and there <laughs> he, he is says that. Yeah, the masked marvel and people boo and then Poor Herman, but... and the referee is tiger joe mars and i'm assuming tiger was in quotes or maybe joe was who knows mm, yeah people are booing and then Herman, they beat in the center of the ring, and Herman's like, pleased to meet you. How do you do? <laughs> the other guy goes, huh? 
Then the match starts. <laughs> Isn't Herman's mm-hmm. mask like horrifying? I think that thing yeah. is so creepy. He almost looks like uh, from Watchmen, Hooded Justice. Hooded Justice, yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. thought it looked a little bit like, um, isn't it a little bit like what the Zodiac Killer uh, mask, <laughs> like the drawing, like of what people thought that it looked like was something weird like that? It, yeah. it It's the drawing of many a nightmare, actually. Yeah. He, uh, he looks like yeah. um, like he's about a guy who's about to, like, uh, like a medieval hangman guy. Oh, yeah. The, the guy that runs the gallows. He's yeah. executioner style. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the match starts, and then we cut to the monsters are all in the living room watching <laughs> wrestling. First time like this, this happened. Yeah, this is like so like almost feels too normal for the monsters. It's the really whole weird. family watching yeah. wrestling, but Herbin's not there. Eddie hmm. says it's his favorite, and he likes the Tarzan guy. He says he's neat. He's always plays the good guy. And now everybody rags on the masked Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody Marilyn's concerned because he's so much bigger. The masked Marvel and the masked Marvel is like kicking butt, right? He comes out and he's just like yeah. kicking ass. He is. He's doing good, surprisingly. And, well, but the monsters—they don't like him. He's they a big bully. <laughs> Maybe it's instinctual that they yeah. just want to. They just down hate him. The they they sense something. <laughs> yep. Ask about him. So they all want Tarzan to win, which actually also it does seem a little weird because normally they do like that opposite thing where like, mm-hmm. and so you would think they'd be like, oh, look at this. The Tarzan yeah. guy is you know, just, you know, preening around. Blah, blah, blah. Let's mm-hmm. go mass Marvel. Like, that's like kind of what you would guy. think. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that uh, Eddie's got a Wolfman toy in his hand? He does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we've seen that a couple of times. Oh, um, really? I think Lily cool. fix- is fixing it one time for him and then and gives it to him. I think it's called Wolfie, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they're watching the wrestling. They want Tarzan to win. Then Tarzan does win. And that was the match of the century. Yeah, Lily was... can't understand how they even let a big bully like that into the ring. <laughs> Grandpa That's can't what... believe McGurk won. And Eddie goes, I think I know why. I think the bad guy was supposed to win, but the masked guy is so dumb, he forgot <laughs> he was the bad guy and let the good guy win. <laughs> This seems so personal. Like this feels like yes. a, such a blatant insult. Like they did not need the scene, but then Eddie's like, "I know why. It's because he's a big dumb idiot." That this guy is do dumb as hell. Yeah. <laughs> now let me just say, I laughed out loud at that because uh-huh. of the show where we're always like, Herman is an idiot. He is a yeah. damn idiot. And and so when when Eddie said that, I I actually is the best laugh I think I've had in the entire series so far. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that we always refer to him as that, and now Eddie's even like, "Yeah, they're right. Those three podcasters are very much right. He's an idiot." <laughs> yep. It's like we already got that they hated this masked Marvel, but then Eddie's got to just put the the cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a he's just so dumb. Yes. <laughs> so Grandpa says he isn't feeling well, so he's gonna go for a ride and pick up Herman from work. And Lily wants just a little hint as to what kind of work Herman is in. And Grandpa can't tell. But he goes, I could tell you that the boy is sure starting at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Right? Which got to laugh. Now, hold on. Let, let's take this whole scene into perspective. The family, minus their seven foot three, 387 pound <laughs> father with a flat head, are all watching wrestling, where they're yeah. watching fan favorite, the local champion, Tarzan McGurk, fight. <laughs> 
a 387-pound, <laughs> 7-foot-3 masked marble with a flat mm-hmm. head. Right? Huh. They're like, where is he at? <laughs> and today is Herman's first night of work at his night job? Hmm. Nothing fishy here. We're all oh. idiots. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie just, he just, he thrives in this stupid. They're all stupid. And he's like, <laughs> and, but he, game recognizes game. He's so dumb. He knows that that guy's even dumber. And <laughs> lo and behold, that that man is going to be, you'll find out, is the, the head of the household. But that's neither here nor there. Because then we cut to Grandpa and Herman in the locker room. Grandpa's pissed. He doesn't get it. He's mad. He's mad. He's like, I haven't seen such a dive since I was forced down by a vulture over Transylvania. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm assuming when he was a bat, a vulture. Yeah. Like I would, that's what I was assuming too. Is like, like a <laughs> vulture just did like a, a dive down at him and, and try to take him out. Yo, yeah. maybe it wasn't even a bat. It's just like the vulture went after him because he was he's dead. He's dead. He had a yeah. dive. Yeah, that's yeah, possible yeah. too. Or he's just around corpses the whole time. <laughs> it sounds like it. You know, he digs one up whenever it's a rainy day. So, so Herman's like, I couldn't help myself because every time I was, got him down, Tarzan kept talking to him. He's got four kids and his wife's sisters living with him. And he's sending money to his sick grandmother in Ireland for medical expenses. And Grandpa's like, well, what kind of medical expenses? She's so poor, she's buying $9 of moldy bread every week and making her own penicillin. Nine dollars at that time would be a lot of bread, right? A lot of bread. bread. Herman's moldy bread—that's probably discounted. Yeah, Herman didn't throw the fight. He just couldn't fight after hearing his troubles. Yeah, Grandpa reminds him of his own troubles with Eddie's education, and the Grandpa's like climbing that ring—not as Herman Munster, but as every proud father fighting for his little boy. (laughs) He's got this very inspirational speech here. Yeah, right. And he's like, yeah, I remember what you're doing it for, blah, 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 blah. And he tells Herman, the next bum that gets in that ring, kick him in the teeth. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Grandpa, yeah. uh, he must have had money riding on Herman or something. For someone who, yeah, was like, how could you shame the family name like mm-hmm. this? And all of a sudden is like, he's yes, really into wrestling. Take this seriously. Yeah. How could and he you knows know? a lot about wrestling. We'll find out that later. Yeah. Um, uh, Nine dollars in. 1864 is $81.20 $81.20 these days. So imagine that's a lot of bread. Yep. So imagine even a buck fifty, two bucks a loaf, right? That's mm-hmm. 40 loaves of moldy bread at mm-hmm. manufacturer suggested retail price. <laughs> so uh, d- discounted bread, which moldy yeah. bread would be. Yeah. You're getting like hundreds of loaves, hundreds of loaves to make penicillin. That's good. That can't be easy either. You know, no. You so now the family is at the breakfast table, which it would not be an episode of the Munsters if they were not. Eddie says, you know, gee, Pop, you should have been here. They watch wrestling on TV. And it's like, yeah, we watch this giant behemoth of a man wrestle just like just like you. He didn't really say that, but he might as well have. And Lily is talking about the bully Masked Marvel, and Eddie is talking shit about Masked Marvel, yeah. and he's an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they call him a big dope coward, I believe. Uh, yeah, big dope coward. <laughs> a bully and a big dope coward. Marilyn's, I've never seen anything like it. And Eddie says Herman should have been there to see that big dope coward. Yeah. And Grandpa says, how could he be here? Grandpa's covering up. How could he be here? He's working on his new job, which totally is not 
one hundred percent. Uh uh, wrestling. He's yep. something unrelated that happens for roughly one to two hours on the night of wrestling during <laughs> wrestling. Mm-hmm. Something else that I makes two to three hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, good, good. You, you definitely, yeah. They were catching on. You saved him, Grandpa, for good save. Yeah, and Herman's like, well, I can't be in two places at once anymore because he's a Frankenstein's monster made up of various body parts. <laughs> That's right. I right? forgot. So yeah. can't do it anymore. I'm all one cohesive being made up of several different people's oh, body parts. So Lily, he's, she's been looking at colleges, Freddie. So previously, she's like, we don't need to worry about college. Now she's doing research and she's got a list of schools. And she wants to go over with Herman. Herman's like, whoa, pump the brakes, old lady. Let's see how this new job goes first, right? And Grandpa is like, yeah, one thing at a time. He says the old saying, no sense in putting the hearse before the horse. Yep. And he's he's very proud of this line. I, I paused to type it down. And he had this very, very proud look on his face mm-hmm. but it also brings up a point i think previously we were we were, i thought they couldn't say the word hearse oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. right because they bought that hot rod and the other car that grandpa's yeah. been dying for and blah 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 but they wouldn't say hearse mm-hmm. but they said hearse this time and last time they wouldn't say parlor like funeral parlor they just said parlor mm-hmm. so i wonder if there's like some like sensors limits for how many like yeah. dead references you can make it's like a context thing, maybe the way yeah, you say maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. they are, they the, the fact that either Grandpa's already dead or Herman was a Frankenstein monster. They quickly exceed their uh, mm-hmm. references to people being dead uh, very quickly in the show. Maybe you can only either one or the other say the word hearse or show a hearse. Oh yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, that sounds like something the censorship board would have a weird arbitrary rule. About. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so then. We are back at the arena, the masked in air quotes, Marvel versus the killer in quotes, thankfully, Conklin. (laughs) And then Herman has the killer wrapped up and the killer tells Herman if he loses this match, his kid will have to drop out of medical school. (laughs) And Herman's like, oh, good heavens, man. Why didn't you tell me? (laughs) So, like, Herman is so shocked. He's like, oh, God, bless it. I, I, I cannot rob the world of another doctor because all the doctors I know are super intelligent amazing people they kept me in six different jars well or they're blind as a bat and dumb as hell (laughs) so herman's like gets up killer wins at the arena again the mask in quotes marvel versus the crusher in quotes wanowski and herman has the crusher wrapped up in the ropes and he's choking him yeah this is a brutal move that he's using on him this I love this excuse because Herman's a goddamn idiot. Crusher goes, if they repossess my sister's banjo, she'll be kicked out of the Boston Symphony. Yes. Herman's like, I had no idea. Yeah. And the Crusher wins. Herman is so stupid. So the word is getting around that just tell Herman a, the dumbest sob story ever yeah. and you win. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean there's like there's a bonus of some sort if you win? So that yes, like Herman's whole thing is to make money here, and and he's doing this to make you know quick cash for Eddie's college fund. But he's passing up a lot of dollars by not yeah. you know not actually winning these matches. Maybe yeah, what it's what it is: two paid. or three hundred dollars, two to yeah. wrestle, three to win. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, still not a bad deal, honestly. No, just keep losing. 
So then we get this one and, and the sign was different because the masked marble was not in quotes. It was like in a box versus this, my favorite name, Genghis Cone. Or... <laughs> I didn't like that. That was good. And Herman's got him locked up. He's like getting ready to tap. And he goes, I got to get my kid brother plane fare to Africa. Albert Schweitzer needs him. Mm. Keith? Yeah. You got anything uh, for that? Albert Schweitzer? That you didn't look this up? No, I actually I don't I actually missed that line. Oh Jesus. Oh, no. Now I gotta Google. Uh he's a German theologian. Yep. <laughs> but thanks to the Google uh, autocomplete, yeah. I got uh, that. Ludwig Philip Albert Schweitzer. Um uh, Austrian German uh organist, musicologist, music, writer, humanitarian philosopher, and physician. I guess wow. he must have been in Africa at the time. Won the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, Died short, shortly after this episode would have aired, like within the year after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. So Albert Schweitzer needs him. I figured you would looked it up. So Herman just goes, oh, he stands up and then instantly loses. Yes. <laughs> like, there's nothing to it. He's not so, good at transitioning like the fight, like, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the I don't know, like the tilt of the fight to slowly all of a sudden the other guy gets the hand. Herman just like stands up. He's like, all right, like, come oh. on, get up. <laughs> Dear God, man, why didn't you tell me? Doesn't look natural at all. Like no. in, in the idea of a fight, like a performance, it's just like, all right, I'll get up and just let you go for free. So now we see backstage and Duke in air quotes Ramsey and his lackey comes up and he's like, when are you going to dump this monster guy? He's lost eight in a row. Even the crowd's getting tired of booing him. <laughs> and Ramsey's like, I got one more trick up my sleeve. Another gimmick. We're going to offer 50 bucks a minute to anyone that can stay in the ring with the mass marvel. Just like amateur out of the whatever. So then we cut to another backstage. New people. Never seen before. This guy is named the Strangler, I guess. He's confused. <laughs> uh, like, I'll get what I got too. And the manager we've never seen before says, you saw the sign 50 bucks a minute for any amateur. Tonight you walk up like any schnook from the audience and toss him around for 25 minutes. And before I said schnook, I had to Google to make sure it wasn't a slur. It isn't. <laughs> it, Very well could be. Yep. Sounds like Never one. Know. It, <laughs> just, it just means a rube. Ah, okay. Yeah. So the strangler is worried. Isn't he kind of big? The manager wants to know how he handled all the other guys. So he lists off all these other people. And he's like, ah, you put sleeping pills in their drinking water. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty mm-hmm. brutal. Yeah. So tonight I do the same thing to the masked Marvel. He's going to dump a whole bottle of sleeping pills in his drinking water. <laughs> when I have in parentheses attempted murder. Yes, he's going to kill <laughs> Herman. Yeah. These are sleeping pills, man. But little as you know, Herman's just already uh, dead. Well, he's already dead. He's a freaking side yeah. monster. I'm like, please mm-hmm. won't affect Herman at all. He's got the he's got the heart of a champion that was actually in another man who was a champion. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the, str- the strangler goes, <laughs> "You sure are a smart fellow, Mister Hanson." So now we know this guy's name is Mister Hanson. Mm-hmm. This other guy is Strangler, and but then Strangler's like, "Isn't this dishonest?" And he goes, fifty dollars a minute." Uh, well, fifty dollars a minute makes anything not dishonest right <laughs> it's like we're gonna make like three thousand dollars it's like ah you sure are smart again i'm like oh my god this is like this guy he doesn't look like a schnook right he looks like a wrestler 
but yeah. he's going to be a schnook. Cut back to the monsters and they're in their house. Well, minus Herman and Grandpa this time. <laughs> and Eddie's going to turn wrestling. Lily, it's like, I don't, I can't take any more of that masked Marvel. No more. Marilyn calls him a bully and a coward. Eddie <laughs> wants to watch because it's amateur night. And he thinks the big dope might actually win this time. <laughs> so Herman is in the ring with a strangler for $50 a minute. They announced that the, the, all the, the rules of the fight here. $50 a minute for everybody to stay in those strength with the, the masked marble. And so they cut back to the musters and Eddie hopes Grandpa gets back in time to see it. And then Lily's like, wait, isn't that Grandpa there? Because he's Front ringside. Row. Yeah. He's in the I crowd smoking a cigar. VIP. The woman next to him like looks at him and it's like, uh-huh. ugh. Like, she looks really very uncomfortable. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Like He might have said something like, can I touch you or something like that? <laughs> Try to bite like, her arm. Yeah. It was very like something happened mm-hmm. and it didn't look like it acting. Like Grandpa <laughs> Al Lewis farted. Oh, that's not what I, wow, I wasn't thinking that. I don't know what it was, but something happened before the camera was rolling. And she looked at him like, this is the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> so anyway, oh, no. Grandpa's there. Sitting, but he happens to be sitting next to Mr. Hanson. Coincidence? Oh. I think not. Lily didn't know that Grandpa was such a wrestling fan. So then we go back and the wrestling's going on. Stranglers mm-hmm. beat up Herman. Grandpa tells Herman to hang in there. And the guy next to Grandpa, the Strangler, tips, you know, says something like, Get him, Strangler. <laughs> yeah. The guy who orchestrated this whole thing just ruined it. Yeah. Everybody's so fucking stupid in this show. It's <laughs> remarkable. <laughs> yeah, not a very good mastermind. If the whole idea is to trick everyone, this was his plan, and then he just goes, you know, yeah. and just reveals it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think at the moment, wrestling, you know, you can get kind of energetic, I guess. But yeah, he probably also didn't know he was sitting next to like a wrestling historian savant uh, type guy <laughs> sitting right next to him there. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, true. They're wrestling, and Herman's on the mat, and he's right by the ropes, and Grandpa gets up, and he tells Herman he's got to stay in there. He's like, what kind of sob story do you need to tell him? And Herman's like, oh, no sob story. I'm just so sleepy. I can't stand up. <laughs> and then the strangler starts biting Herman's leg. Yes. And Herman's complaining. Ow, stop it. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and for the first time in eight weeks, because he's lost eight consecutive mm-hmm. matches, of Herman being on television mm-hmm. wrestling, he says something audibly into a microphone, and Lily goes, doesn't that sound like Herman? <laughs> and then they all go, realize, it is Herman. It like, they never now. pieced it together mm-hmm. until this moment of sleeping-pilled Herman getting his leg bitten by a professional wrestler <laughs> that this is Herman. Yep. They finally put the final piece of the puzzle together. I, I love... I love this because then Lily is pissed and she Mm -hmm. says, and I wrote this down because I thought it was so fucking stupid. This must be the night work he's been doing. No (laughs) shit. No shit. It's the whole show. You don't need to be, you didn't need to explain this. This did not clear it up for anyone. (laughs) There is not a single person that, that was watching this and then goes, Oh Yeah. He said he's doing night work. 
Yeah. This is no. not like they're not trying to hide that Herman is undisguised. Like that could have been a fun angle to do is if no. they had like kind of tried to play that up. But no, we know the whole time and like <laughs> the clues are all there right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just if it's anything, funny. the giant flat headed masked man <laughs> should have been the giveaway. Yeah. But it wasn't. So now Eddie, who previously thought that the masked Marvel was possibly the dumbest man on earth. And Marilyn, who said he was a cowardly dope, are now cheering on Herman, right? They're like, oh, go, oh, Herman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. We hated this man until he realized he was one of our own. So the guy next to Grandpa, then, is just spilling it all. Go get him, Strangler. The pills are working. We've got it made. <laughs> this guy's dumb. This yeah. guy is straight up saying, and then he calls him, like, uh, Murphy, right? Mm-hmm. And Grandpa hears it and is upset. He's like, wait, Strangler Murphy, the same Strangler Murphy, was suspended in Chicago <laughs> for bringing tire chains into the ring? <laughs> so Grandpa, like, he is he is a big wrestling fan. Yeah. He knows that some independent wrestling schmo, uh, Strangler Murphy, Strangler in quotes, of course, uh, was suspended in Chicago for bringing tire chains into the ring. And this guy's like, no, 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 no. That's John Smith. That's who that <laughs> yeah. is. Yes. That's just Grandpa's so, not having it. Grandpa does not. He gets up. He says, "Hey, everyone, it's a frame up," <laughs> which was which was an interesting. That's Strangler Murphy. This is a frame up, and the crowd starts yeah. booing, but then yeah. they go, "Nah," <laughs> they just go back to cheering. They care. boo for a moment. They're like, "Well, that's a crazy old man with weird hair, and he's blue," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been creeping us out all of us around him so yeah that's... they probably thought he was like a weird wrestler because if i saw that man in in like real life i assume he was a yeah. wrestler uh he's manager i assume he was like a manager. like the ringside guy who was gonna come up and like throw like weird dust in the other guy's face or mm-hmm. something a so, mr fuji <laughs> yes <laughs> so the strangler has herman in a fireman's carry impressive in its own right now, previously, Strangler is like body slammed Herman. Like, this is not some schnook. This is a guy <laughs> who is a wrestler. I like the fact that, like, uh, you're like, let me Google. All right. It's not a slur. You're probably using schnook all the time now. <laughs> yeah. I really hope it's not a slur. It, what didn't come up with was a slur. Didn't, this didn't is say uh, Derek's in the middle of a meeting. Look, oh, God. well, <laughs> see, now he got me all nervous. Yeah. Uh, is. <laughs> It might be good just to double check. I don't think it is. Uh, Derek, what do you what what do you think about that uh, proposal that so and so gave us? Ah, he is a schnook, and uh, I don't (laughs) like it. No, I see nothing about schnook being a slur. Okay, perfect. Okay, I'm feeling good. Urban Dictionary says, uh, (laughs) "Yeah, no, schnook means to shit in a cup and lay it on fire." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. It could mean anything. Two girls, one schnook. Yes. Okay. So right. this guy is no schnook, right? <laughs> yeah. He is a, he has Herman on his shoulders and a fireman carry. He's just spinning. He's just spinning them. So grandpa's oh, standing up and Lily wonders what grandpa's up to. What is he up to? And Eddie says, You better do it quick. And grandpa <laughs> says, You want to play games? I'll show you how to play <laughs> games. Abracadabra, Acidosi, Alakazam, and Bella Lugosi. <laughs> I know who Bella Lugosi is. Mm-hmm. Keith AC Dosi. I think he's just making words rhyme. Yeah. I did like the Bella Lugosi reference. That's fun. 
and then the lights go out and then it come back on and then they switch spots. I didn't notice it at first, but Herman <laughs> now had the strangler in the fireman's carry and spinning around. But there's smoke, right? The lights go out to come back on, smoke, rolls reversed. The lackey comes up instantly to Mr. Ramsey. Boss, we got to stop the fight. And Ramsey's like, hell no, this is the best fight ever. And Lecky's like, hey, there's a fire broke out in the storage room out back. So it's like, what? Really? Where did just this come from? <laughs> and then he says, Al and the boys are trying to put it out. And Ramsey says, this is the best attraction we've ever had. Close the fire door. That ought to hold the fire back until the fight is over. There's no setup to this fire at all. It's just <laughs> random. That happened and he said, just close the fire door. It'll hold it back. And I literally, I'm sitting in the living room by myself. And I'm like, what the, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just trap all these people in here. Yes. This is the greatest fight ever. This is like, Who cares I mean, about the fire going on back there. We'll just let, let them all die. We have the greatest event we've ever had. This is like somebody pulling a gun in the club and people getting trampled on the way out. That's all I could think of was that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like this is a disaster in progress. Oh, and then yeah, Grandpa no, no yells, "Bombs it, away, Herman!" And so Herman flings the strangler towards the ropes, and then the ropes and the corner posts all come down. Weird. And then the strangler's leg on the ground, all tangled up in the ropes and the posts. And then Herman wins. Cool. Mm-hmm. And Ramsey comes up and says, "Monster, we got a little fire out back." Didn't sound like a little fire. Yeah, you gotta make an announcement to clear out the arena. He's like, I'll try. Now, as soon as that happened, like he's gonna tank off his mask. <laughs> so, what does Herman do? He takes off his mask and tells everyone to leave. Now, this this is crazy because he takes off his mask. People see the seven foot three flat headed masked man is really a Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. Hair stands up. Hair blows back. Glasses break. All the classic, I just saw Herman Munster things. The glasses was a good, a cool effect though, because I think we complained a couple, was it last episode <laughs> or a couple episodes ago where like it like, like wobbles and like the, the earpieces like go flying? Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they look like they're made of fondant. Mm-hmm. These just look like broken glasses. You could see the frame cut and you're like, okay, that's fine. Glasses yeah. are broken. Yeah. And then everyone clears the fuck out. You hear just footsteps, and then Herman looks around. Everyone's gone, and he's very pleased. <laughs> he goes, "Was that quick enough for you, Mister Ramsey?" And there's like an echo, a light echo to it, <laughs> Mister Ramsey. Mister Ramsey, everyone's gone. Herman cleared out the place. Herman is the hero. So then we cut back to breakfast scene number two. Everyone is eating breakfast, and I'm like, oh, and then I saw in the timeline. Well, this is the end. The, I know it's going to be good. So they're eating breakfast. Grandpa's reading the paper. The The headline is Mystery Wrestler Averts Panic. And then there's a subheadline, a $1,000 award to fire hero. <laughs> and he's reading newcomer Herman Munster persuaded a capacity crowd to evacuate in five seconds flat, avoiding ca- catastrophe when fire broke out. And then the fire chief awarded Herman the annual $1,000 fire safety award for his <laughs> heroic action. Is this a thing? Is this did they also find uh, the other guy who was just like, just close the fire door and hold, it'll hold yeah. it off? And like, an unrelated headline on the next page. 
wrestling league shut down and fire scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Massive uh, drugging uh, ring going on yeah. in the wrestling. Yeah. Attempt man arrested for attempted murder for drugging Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> and Herman's like, I don't really remember much of it because I was so groggy. I guess in the emergency, I must have said the right thing. And then Eddie <sighs> pops out of the cupboard. <laughs> And it's like, you really clobbered that other wrestler, Pop. You were the bravest guy in the whole world. He spent wow. a long time calling him a cowardly <laughs> dope. Yep, he did. Now he's the bravest guy in the whole world. He's and Herman thanks fickle. him, but he says he did it for you. I did it for you, Eddie. And that $1,000 is going into the vault as the beginning of his college fund. Gee, Pop, you're swell. Beat. Toss me up in the air again, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and Herman's like, all righty, up we go. And he throws Eddie through the ceiling again, and shit comes falling down, but Eddie does not come back. <laughs> and they're like, oh. okay. And Lily goes, don't worry, Herman. Have your hot cakes. He'll be down before breakfast. This is over. And Herman goes to eat his breakfast, but there's some ceiling shit on his plate, and he tosses over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Credits. By the way, I don't think there was any pancakes actually on the plate once he moved that thing out of the way. I don't know. That was Grandpa <laughs> I don't probably know. like got him to move again. Yeah, he snuck him over to his. But side what kind of joke is? Don't worry, Herman. Have your hotcakes. He'll be down before breakfast is over. <laughs> Did he like send him into orbit? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He just never came down. What if he's, yeah, is he Eddie's space, two towns or? over. He threw him like a quarter <laughs> mile into the sky yeah. and he just at an angle. That's a, that's a pretty impressive feat of strength. Like, I'm surprised Herman didn't accidentally like punch a hole in somebody during this wrestling. Yeah. Something. He's got a lot of restraint. He felt bad for him. They needed the, they had sob stories. That's Herman true. could have literally gone in and like ripped off their limbs. <laughs> he could have, yeah. He's he, lifting I, cars and bending steel. He man. could rip off a man's arm. And beat him with it. No problem. They should, why did they have him like show up in the ring with like a giant piece of metal, and, like you know, actually bend one like right there in yeah. the ring, like mm. just to like show off his strength overall? That's why they hired him. That's a new gimmick. That's what the guy said. He's super yeah. excited about that. Or like you get the guy in the corner and like bend the the corner post around him or something. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Well, he well, did throw him hard enough to have all the ring posts fall down. So in, in the most dead. impractical yeah. way. Right, you think with that force that ripped it, he would have just kept flying and pulled everything with him, <laughs> as opposed to bouncing back and then everything collapsing on him. Yep. It wouldn't be an ex- an implosion; it'd be an explosion. But right. that's just my opinion. What do I know? I'm not yeah, a Herman just... Munster. Yeah. Uh, You're not a Frankenstein's monster. I'm not a Frankenstein's monster or a count. All right, guys, that was season one, episode eight, Herman the Great. Uh, based upon the original uh, description, Herman becomes a wrestler in order to gain some extra money for Eddie's future education. Uh, what'd you guys think? Did it live up to it? I'll, I, I'll be honest. I like a good wrestling storyline, but I knew you were going to say uh, something about this. It tugs at my heartstrings. I, no, I actually I didn't enjoy this one all that much. You didn't I liked uh, I liked the re- the research part up front where I was able to. You're find a man out about... of cameos. You like the guest stars. I. I do. I like the references to like, you know, the Swedish angel and stuff, but I don't like it's kind of a boring like episode when it comes down to like the wrestling stuff. Cause he's, it's just like, 
I mean, he's a big dude, so he's just doing like a bear hug and stuff. Andre Giant's crazy, but like an old, you know, Andre Giant at the end, all he basically do is bear hug somebody mm-hmm. and like avoid getting slammed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was not the most exciting wrestling to see. And basically the same thing here uh, until he finds out that, you know, uh, it's a frame up and then mm-hmm. he can go ahead and like, you know, beat somebody down. But outside of the thing about like, close the fire door and trap everyone <laughs> in here. The rest of the episode for me was kind of just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like this might have been the one I, I enjoyed the least so far. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I I'm, might be there with you. What do you, what do you think, Terry? You know, despite the amount of, I feel like, uh, crap we were all giving this episode, I had a kind of a good time with it. Um, it was fine. It was fun. Um, felt like kind of just like a classic monstersy thing. Sure, it's all got all the same flaws a lot of these other episodes have had. <laughs> you know, jokes that don't go anywhere or weird, like, it feels like they're just trying to buy time for the length of the episode. Mm-hmm. But um, it was all right. I didn't mind it. I think it's up there in my upper echelon so far. But, I mean, is that saying much? I don't know. Um, it certainly never reached the highs of Baby Frankenstein toy thing. Or <laughs> I think last episode was way better, too. But I, yeah. yeah. It was okay. I didn't. Last episode was way better with Herman hamming it up on stage. Yeah. And the premise of a robot, a sentient being robot created by Eddie, (laughs) like those things, I think are ridiculous and make the show okay. Yeah. This episode, when when I read Herman becomes a wrestler, I'm like, this is gonna be the best episode ever. It has to be. It Mm -hmm. they they didn't lean into the ridiculousness of wrestling at all. No. No, no, we didn't. No. Everybody in the show, everybody in this episode, from Herman, Lily, Grandpa, uh, Eddie, Marilyn, everybody, the other wrestlers, the wrestling promoter, they're all fucking stupid. Just <laughs> yeah. dumb. Just yeah. so and, dumb. And I mean, this is the local guy. So these are like these people, they, they have to know, okay, Herman works at the parlor. Mm-hmm. He goes out. They've seen him around. How many giant seven foot something guys are walking around this area. (laughs) Exactly. You would think that one, his own family would recognize him, but they don't because they're dumb. Then the general population who's seen him and run in terror wouldn't recognize a silhouette and be like, no, that's (laughs) that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody whose house he was peeping in windows of, you think they would yeah. like they those people would know immediately yeah. who it is. Yeah. They would they would turn on wrestling because there's only three channels and they'd have to be like, uh-huh. oh yeah. They right. turn wrestling, it's what we do every Thursday. Daddy, isn't that the man that ate our turkey? And then they all openly <laughs> weep. You would think that would happen. Oh, they're like, yeah, their eyeballs would like fall out of their head, the ears yes! would start spinning in circles. Yeah. Mrs. Oh, Cribbins, the neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can't believe I was horny for that thing. Like, you'd have <laughs> to think that someone would recognize him. Someone, anyone. The, the school superintendent guy, he uh, Taggart from that one episode, uh, from the previous episode. The previous episode? Hey, he's going re- to remember Herman Munster. I, absolutely. That yeah. whole school auditorium. Hey, isn't that the robot? Like, anybody. Yeah. That's wearing a mask, Derek. We can't, you're not going to notice uh, that. Nobody <laughs> recognized Herman Munster, not even his family. 
and mm-hmm. everybody called him an idiot, which is <laughs> like that. fair, <laughs> yeah. right? Because he is dumb as hell. But also, by the way, talk about like a guy who's just, he's got thick skin, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, they call him an idiot. He just rolls with it. He's like, I, look, I'm still, I'm making that money for Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. You but know? also, so Herman, dumb as hell, right? We're there. Yeah. We've established there's not been a moment where he hasn't been dumb as hell. <laughs> However, He's a decent person, right? (laughs) Yeah. He does. He cares for his family, cares for his Mm -hmm. kid. And he's so dumb that he hears, oh, my banjo gets, my daughter's sister's banjo gets (laughs) repossessed. She'll be out of the Boston Symphony. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he cares for that person. Yep. Even though he's being lied to. He's gullible and dumb. Yes. But he's a decent human being. Even though he's not a human being, because he's a Frankenstein's monster. Well, he's multiple. Yeah, he, you know, yes. a collection. He's multiple of human beings. He has the heart of a champion and yeah. the uh, the other and heart, heart of a gentleman. gentleman. Yes, he's got obviously he's got the best parts of of every you know person. Possible. Six men, I think, is what he said at one other time. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember. I think he got like the brain of an ape or something. I don't know. He had to have. <laughs> he had to have. Like, there's nobody's that dumb, but they're yeah. all that dumb. See that? Yeah. That's my biggest complaint. Yeah. In this show, you have to have people that aren't dumb, right? To make mm-hmm. the dumb more dumb, right? It goes, right. it's got to go against the grain in some way. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, everyone's stupid. So it's like yeah. they're all in the same river that's rapids and going in one direction, going over mm-hmm. a waterfall of stupidity. Agreed. Yeah. I would say that is a, yeah, especially with this episode. I think, yeah, in particular, I mean, it's kind of been a theme throughout a lot of these, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But yeah. This one is like, they don't ever really milk the wrestling thing enough. They don't take it in an interesting angles at all. It's no. kind of just, a, you know, what you kind of expect of like any TV show doing a wrestling plot. They don't like kind of twist it to being Frankenstein's monster until, of course, they all run away because of his face. But we've yes. seen that a million times. So They could have done so much, but they didn't. So then they're trying to find ways to fill time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's all have tea. No yep. one gives a shit. All right, <laughs> let's linger on Grandpa saying some obvious joke, like yes. and then explaining the joke mm-hmm. in the next sentence. <laughs> yeah, they spend so much time on that, and they don't yeah. spend any time on the stuff that's actually fun. So for me, seven point six, kind of high on IMDb. <laughs> I'd be the one bringing down that score. Probably about a four or five for me. Dang. Yeah. So what is the moment that would have broke the babysitter for you guys? Oh, my, mine is easy. Okay, go. When she read the script and realized it said Herman the Great, and he's never referenced as Herman the Great ever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. Huh. No, it, yeah, the, the ma- he's, the ma- he's the masked Marvel. Why didn't they call this the masked Marvel or the masked Munster? No. Or anything? Why didn't he <laughs> yeah. even suggest that maybe he called himself Herman the Great or something? Yeah, um, it's gotta be a secret, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Hmm. It's a weird <laughs> thing to name the episode something that's never yeah. referenced ever. Yeah. Uh, outside of Wilbur saying, outside of Wilbur saying, your dad's the greatest dad in the neighborhood, not the world. He did say the neighborhood. Just the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very micro. Um, but that that would have broken uh, the babysitter right away. Mm. I think the the babysitter might have broke when um, Grandpa, well, not when Grandpa cheated with his magic, but when uh, she was trying to get in on this um, money scheme, she had provided the drugs, and it didn't seem like the drugs were working. (laughs) Um, 
She was finally going to take out Mun- Herman Munster, but somehow he survived. Yeah, she's going to get cut of that. Yeah, I think she broke. She realized maybe he is some sort of unnatural being. Yeah. I, I, I think the moment for me they would have broke was when, <laughs> the, and it broke me too, was when they're like, this must have been the night work he's been up to. <laughs> she would have got up and said, you fucking idiots. Yes, this is the night work. It was clear from the jump, but I was—I just thought we were all in on it. You idiots! Yes, this is the one time he's done wrestling. The rest of the time, he's been out <laughs> working the streets. Yes, like she would have sat there, assuming that they were all in on it, right? Like they all mm-hmm. understand that's Herman, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> and when they said that, well, that must be what he's been up to. That would have been the moment she'd like pulled out her hair, like ah, just ripped it out and <laughs> ran out the door. No, she would have been scared by him. She just would have been like, this is, I can't do this yep, anymore. Yep. She would have gone insane by the mm-hmm. uh, the ignorance <laughs> these people yes. have. Yeah, like she's there for the first time they watch it. And like afterwards, she's like, man, I can't believe they talked that bad about her father, about yeah. their father. <laughs> yeah. And then they, she comes back and watches again the following week. And when they're like, what? <laughs> she always comes over for wrestling. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's been eight weeks. So like eight weeks of not noticing that, yep. that, uh, until they get to this final thing that that's hit the yeah. dad like and cl- and clearly they watch wrestling every week right so she's always come over for wrestling yes so she uh-huh. comes over the one week they're like where's Herman I'm like oh he's got a new night job and then she would have seen the masked Marvel and been like oh okay I get it and <laughs> not you, know, them. You, got, you guys you guys are you guys are saying it to me oh he's got because when she shows up to watch wrestling she it's gonna be a big surprise so, yep look it's Herman and then she why is they Talk, she probably pointed at the TV, you? looked at him, and like, uh, uh, and they're all just like, look at that bully. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, like yeah, what a bully. Like, oh, yeah, okay, we can finally say what we feel about Herman. <laughs> Big idiot. Yeah, yeah. Idiot maybe that's what it is. was. She could, she felt it was like, whoa, it's open season now in Herman. <laughs> yeah. He isn't an idiot, right? Look at this dummy coward. <laughs> right? Huh? huh? They're all elbowing out. each other. She's elbowing them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I get what you guys are doing. Sure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm here for this. Eight weeks, like all eight weeks, she's like rubbing her hands all week, waiting for it. <laughs> like I'm going to rip on that Herman Munster again with his family. And finally, it's that must be the night job he's talking about. God damn it, people! <laughs> you guys aren't this stupid, are you? And that's when she pulls out her hair and runs out the door. <laughs> well, that was it. That was season one, episode eight, Herman the Great. Uh, Keith, what you got to talk about? Uh, you can catch me chatting up a 30 year old cartoon, Jordan Gretzky, Bo Jackson, uh, saving kids, saving the environment, stopping bad guys. It is that was great, wasn't it? And, um, I think we're in like week nine. Week nine, holy cow, That's impressive. You're almost done. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, because this started about a week after we did that. So, yeah, uh, it's the Rustlers Roundup, I do believe, is this week's episode. Oh, oh there's a wrestler that's, that's in energy. No, no, the the Rustlers Roundup. Oh, dang. Oh, Bo Jackson rides a bull. He does. He does. Yeah. Bo knows bulls, I'm sure. Bo knows bulls. <laughs> and Michael's got a big, oversized, comical cowboy hat on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I do if I remember Jordan's wearing the big hat, he's got a vest and he's got some chaps on. Yep. Bo has got the vest and a hat, and then Wayne's actually got like a full outfit on. Yeah. Like cowboy boots and everything. He changes completely. 
Wayne would fit right in with the Herm, the Munsters. Oh, he would. Yes, he would. Yeah. <laughs> I want to open a restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yes, I, the Munster Monday, you get uh, that was great. Wasn't it Tuesday? Mm. The T stands for Tuesday or that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That Tuesdays. <laughs> that Tuesdays. <laughs> Mondays mean musters. Tuesdays mean that. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That's catchy, yeah. Terry, hmm. <laughs> what about you? Well, you know, uh, Tuesdays, they also mean the, because Run the Real comes out on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> it's a show that I do, and we talk about movies within like specific categories. We've done, I'm not sure what we'll be doing when this comes that out. That must but... be that night job Terry's always talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Yo, that's it, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, check it out if you want. It comes out on Tuesdays, usually, so. Hell yeah. Tune in. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, I got nothing. No uh, surprise visitors at the convenience store? Nobody's, or, uh, nobody has approached me yet and and said the magic words. Oh, man. I, I know some people in your area. I kind of want to just be like, go to <laughs> see if you can find this guy. Just, just hanging out at the quick trip at the corner of Cleveland and Sunny yep. Slope. And he'll show up eventually, like mm-hmm. once a day. Oh, yeah. He's around. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. to wait. Wait for your moment. You know it's when a free you see him. six pack or whatever you said. Oh, yeah. You're that monster guy, aren't you? <laughs> I don't, and I will immediately go, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I will drop whatever's in my arms, run out the door, get back in my car and drive away. You will and run made... with uh, a sped up camera, yes. that type of run, boom, into the car and gone. You will, mm. yeah. And then I will never return to that gas station no. ever again. <laughs> I will drive way out of my way to go to a different gas station, even though that was very, very close to my house. I will go to yeah, a different it's, one. It's so convenient, but it's ruined now. Yep. yep. You want to put the fear of God into Derek? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about anything that I do. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm scared. <laughs> Can't handle it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh man, the hell with the babysitter. This is what I'm breaking. What's happening now? <laughs> that moment, that is the boy. If 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 anyone I ever know showed up at an improv show, I'd I'd be mortified. What? And, and I would I would I would probably curl up into a ball, and I did. We'd have to move the family. I'm like, well, looks like we're going to Montana. <laughs> Moving on. Mm-hmm. Our time here is done. We've done yep. what we came here to do, um, Just, but. I'd ask Ziggy to leap me out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> we got a little too uh, comfortable. It's time to yep. go. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my own fault. It's my own fault for doing things. Well, you know what, guys? We have to sign off. And you know what we do every time, which would be the last time, only we once. how we sign off every time. <laughs> it's been different seven times. Now, if we do it right this time, that'll be two times consecutive that it's been correct. All right. All right. Ingenuity, oh, imagination, and intelligence do not work. And until it's next time, not, oh. it's always it's hunting, always hunting season. season. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it? At how great was that? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. 
Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Real. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Real on Twitter at Run the Real. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullick. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.